A lot of questions need to be answered when it comes to the Americans against Europe in the Ryder Cup over the weekend in Italy. Mark Wilson, PGA rules official, also part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program. He is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. And, you know, Mark, I know we talked about it going in. I expected more, and the captain's picks by Zach Johnson were some of the worst ever. Yeah, no question, Bill. Um, There's so many ways you can look at this. Uh, And I think fundamentally you can say, you know, a lot has changed since Whistling Straits just two short years ago in 2021. When you think about the dynamic there and the conversation being, you know, would Europe ever recover to win another Ryder Cup? And in that short time, there are a significant number of changes which we can talk about that have happened but starting with the captain's picks, you know, those U.S. Captain pick, captain's picks were 4-12-2, and, and, and obviously uh, disappointing uh, performances from Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, who have teamed so well in the past. Ricky Fowler apparently may be ill uh, for part of the Ryder Cup, and uh, so just a disappointing, uh, as you say, performance there. But really, in, in, a, in some respects, too, who you'd say might be the top three players on the American team, Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantley, and Xander Shoffley, only a combined three, seven, and two. So really, about the same as the captain's picks. If you were Zach Johnson's uh, assistant captain, and you could go back and change the captain's picks or do something different on matchups. What could have Zach Johnson done that would have made this a better American showing in this last weekend's Ryder Cup? Well, there's really, Bill, there's a lot involved here uh, in terms of, I think, again, since 2021, the impact of LIV golf, obviously Brooks Kepka, the only LIV player in the field, uh, you know, what impact does that have from a standpoint? I think it plays far more into the American side from a standpoint of missing Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, and Patrick Reed, as opposed to the European side with Westwood, Sergio, Casey, Poulter, that sort of group. I think that's a, that's a big impact from the U.S. side. But clearly, from a captain's pick side, we talked about this, Bill, at the time, uh, this bypassing Lucas Glover, really not only the hottest player at the time, but one of the most accurate. And, you know, so many of the images over the weekend that you have, if you reflect back, are especially Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth hitting those gouge shots out of the rough, you know, repeatedly. And, um, that, look, there's 2020 hindsight. We all know that. But, you know, possibly in a situation where you play in Europe where you consider driving accuracy as a criteria. And in that case, somebody like Russell Henley, the most accurate driver on tour, might be a consideration for a captain's pick. But clearly Lucas Glover, and I think from a, from a standpoint of just inspiration, if you couldn't have Patrick Reed, you might have had Keegan Bradley. Yeah, I, I, I think they went with some of the names, which again comes in the PGA Tour, TV people, you know, Thomas struggling, Spee struggling. I, 
you know, you start to look at some of these guys, Mark, and Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, one of our PGA, LPGA insiders, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. You know, I look at this group at the Ryder Cup and I think, uh, who is the rock star of American base golf at the pro level right now? Who is that rock star, that go-to guy? Hovland's been the guy uh, this past season uh, on the tour, along with Rory. Rom at times when he won uh, the Masters. Uh, who, who is the American who can go out there and win every week? Well, obviously, Scheffler is number one in the world, and we had this feeling for Brooks being the sort of intimidator, uh, but really neither of those played out. And as you saw in that historic loss uh, with, uh, with uh, Brooks and Scotty uh, playing together Saturday morning in the foursomes, uh, a nine and seven never happened before. And, and there's no question, if you're going to be successful in the Ryder Cup, you need your stars to step up. And you mentioned the, the change, again, since Whistling Straits. And, I mean, really, it's just been two short years. And you remember the discussion about, you know, will Europe ever win, ever win again? But you just think about what's happened over those two years. As you mentioned, Hovland has really emerged and will at some point pretty soon probably be a number one in the world player. Rom and, and Rory have just gotten better and then I'll give you a, a really good example from the middle level. 2021, I refereed on Sunday the final singles match, Matthew Fitzpatrick against Daniel Berger. And two years later, if you had to have one of those two on your team, who would you pick? Berger won that match two years ago, but who would you pick now? Uh, you go with Fitzpatrick. You know, I did like Max Homa. I thought he really elevated to that next level over in Italy. Scheffler has never looked like a number one in the world golfer to me. Number one in the world means you can dominate any course anytime. Scheffler in Italy, uh, 0 2 and 2. Spieth, 0 2 and 2. Justin Thomas, 1 2 and 1. Shoffley, 1 and 3. Morikawa, 1 and 3. Come on. My Lord. Yeah. It's ugly. Yeah. And especially to. Um, you know, Homa, this is interesting. We talked about this Friday, Bill. Only three of the U.S. players played competitively after the Tour Championship. Max Homa was one of them. He played that Fortnite event in California. Obviously, Justin Thomas played in that same event. And then the third American to play competitively was Brooks Kepka, who played in an LIV event. And, and, and really... You know, the, the sort of blowout that happened on Friday may have been in part because the players needed a better tune-up before they came in. Obviously, the kind of tune-up that the European team had uh, by preparing some of them playing in the Irish Open and all of them playing in the BMW PGA Championship in London. It would have been a perfect uh, sort of lead-in. And interestingly, too, Bill, from a preparation standpoint, you know, four regular PGA Tour members played in London in that BMW championship, Adam Scott and Min Woo Lee, but two Americans, Tom Hoagie and Billy Horschel, played over there also. And so I think some of these players could have played in that field. Obviously, regular tour players like Rory and like Victor 
and John Rahm all did play over there. So that preparation, I think, was a key factor, and we and we talked about that on Friday. They they just needed to to have a little more competition, and the five weeks off hurt them as well. Between Fowler, Jordan Spieth, and Justin Thomas, one win between those three. Wow. Yes. I mean, I, yes. I you know, and we look at them, and I think you and I talked about this last summer. Mark, that we, we look at them like they're still early 20s. Like we're seeing them, you know, straight out of college, uh, Oklahoma State or Texas or JT out of Alabama. They're not. They're getting married. They're having kids. They're adults. You know, I, I do wonder when I look at those three, and I know Ricky bounced back and had a great year, and Spieth has had his moments. You know, are, are, are their best days behind them? Well, it's hard to say, and obviously one week uh, doesn't make uh, a season for anyone, but it is too bad that that uh, just about everybody, other than Max Homa, I mean, obviously there were a couple of uh, uh, semi-bright spots. Uh, uh, Harmon and Cantley were 2-2-0, and and Max Homa was the only one with the winning record, uh, 3-1-1, and played all five matches, uh, so... Uh, one week doesn't make uh, a season necessarily, and the foursomes clearly, uh, uh, with a Europe winning seven out of eight of the alternate shot or foursomes matches, really fundamentally made the difference. And uh, that coming out flat on Friday, what was uh, you know by Sunday there just wasn't enough time to to catch up. So it's hard to say, uh, you know. I've, Will Spieth and Thomas and Fowler play well again? Probably so, but uh, time will tell. You know, one thing, when I looked at the World Golf Rankings this morning, and I just wanted to kind of get a feel for where the golfers are, and Scheffler at number one, colossal uh, disappointment this past weekend, but then two, three, and four are McElroy, Rahm, and Hovland, and they were the heart and soul of that team this weekend. Cantley, who played well, even with Hatgate, uh, Cantley... <laughs> Uh, you know, at number, I think, six in uh, the world, Shawfleet, there's another major disappointment. Now the story comes out from his dad that he was almost kicked off the team over money. Uh, he, he didn't want that. There's Homa, uh, top 10, played like a top 10 guy in the world, along with Fitzpatrick and Brian Harmon and Wyndham Clark. So now you yeah. start in Spieth, by the way, is having a good year, but had an awful weekend. You know, Tommy yeah. Fleetwood, I'm looking at some of the guys in the top 20, and and I and I don't and Brooks Kepka is right there on the edge, and I'm not defining a career in one weekend, but I think in match play, I think in high pressure situations when you're on the road in Europe, that you have to pick a different type of golfer. You do. No question. In match play, obviously, match play is different. The atmosphere is different. The requirements and foursomes. Are different. It's a kind of a unique form of play that the Europeans really have settled into, uh, and comfortably so, uh, and uh, really have have it's propelled them to a lot of their Ryder Cup wins. Which, uh, by the way, you may have mentioned this earlier, but Europe has won ten of the last fourteen Ryder Cups. So for Europe, it's not just a home field advantage for them. They certainly have had their share of wins over here. Obviously not at Whistling Straits and not at Hazeltine in 2016, uh, but uh, uh, quite a few prior to that. And so they, and, and plus, you know, really, you mentioned Fleetwood, Hatton, 
Uh, Robert McIntyre, they all do kind of seem to be on the upswing here, especially improved significantly in the last two years. Uh, but to explain how the U.S. team came out as flat as they did, uh, I mean, they're, it, it's, it's hard to say. You know, some people feel like they should have gone maybe a little earlier, maybe arrive in Italy, say, the Thursday before. It does take a while to adjust. If you travel, it takes a while to adjust to time changes like that. That's six hours, if, even if you live in the East. There may be some solutions like that that would, that would mitigate some of this home uh, course advantage, but, but uh, you have to improvise a little bit, too, to, to find a way. And I think, especially like I mentioned, looking at driving accuracy and, and greens and regulation and proximity to the hole would be especially important in putting those foursomes together. Yeah, and I agree with Lucas Glover. Uh, was just on a roll, a real consistent uh, guy that doesn't get into a lot of trouble. I, I think Zach Johnson, uh, he'll go down in infamy as one of the worst Ryder Cup captains uh, that we've seen. Uh, I just didn't like the makeup of this team. There was no swagger, what we saw at Whistling Straits. I was there. You were there. I wasn't officiating matches, but I thought I was. Uh, but uh, when I when I look at it, there, there, I, I don't know why this Ryder Cup, there was a bad feeling going in, and I think there was the concerns, the up-and-down play of Fowler, the up-and-down play of JT. Uh, guys left off that would have been better golfers, but not bigger names. Uh, there, you know, Zach Johnson looked like he brought along uh, guys that he knew that had great golf resumes, but not necessarily great golfers right now. Even though Spieth uh, has had a great year, it is what it is, and they uh, lose. And now they'll get back on home soil. And Beth Page Black should be very interesting. Well, there definitely will be an atmosphere in, uh, at Beth Page Black from a standpoint. If you think about those uh, New York galleries, uh, it will definitely be raucous. And there certainly will be discussion uh, between now and then about uh, captain's picks and uh, automatic selections. And, uh, you know, in the end, all, all of the American players on that team were in the top 30 in the world. And so on paper, there you go. That's why they isn't that what they say, Bill? That's why they play the games. Mm. That on on paper, what would you say? Well, this looks like a pretty solid team, but as you mentioned, for some reason, all the right chemistry just wasn't quite there this uh, weekend. And you only have one chance every two years, and they just they can't get it back till till two years from now. That's uh, that's just the bottom line. Well, and at Whistling Straits, I think the final number was nineteen and nine. The Americans hammering. Uh, the Europeans, uh, were there players, you know, two years removed, it's amazing how we write off a guy, like even I'm like, oh, their best year is behind them, but uh, two years ago, uh, when you look at that American team compared to now, are, are there players that even though they didn't have the current World Golf ranking resumes, that should have been on this American team? Well, again, I mentioned the three players that, oh, that have moved to LIV Golf that certainly, you know, Bryson, Bryson won uh, twice in the last three LIV events. And so there's somebody who's hot, but obviously, uh, in this case, wasn't necessarily eligible. And those things will play out over the next two years as well, Bill, with whatever agreement is going to happen between the PGA Tour and the Saudi Investment Fund 
we'll see how that plays out in terms of how these players might be welcomed back. Obviously, no LIV players played on the European side. And as I say, I'm not sure that they really missed. Uh, you know, an Ian Poulter certainly provides a spark, but is he playing well enough? But I do think that those American players playing LIV are still in their prime. And then, as I mentioned, you know, these European players who we've talked about have really developed into into outstanding players in, in the last couple of years since that Whistling Straits Ryder Cup. And we'll see what happens in two years. You know, new names can splash. Look how quickly things change from uh, Whistling Straits uh, two years ago. And we'll see him Beth Page Black with the New Yorkers. Uh, welcome Welcome into the jungle uh, to the Europeans. That will be absolutely crazy. And Beth Page Black, also one of the hardest courses on the planet. Am I correct on that? Yes. Um, it's, uh, it really is pretty similar to Whistling Straits. A uh, lot of elevation changes. Uh, it, just tough. I mean, it really is hard. Uh, I worked uh, the PGA Championship, obviously, there a couple of years ago. That was the first May PGA Championship. Uh, in 2019 that Brooks Kepka won. And I was also there for the uh, rain-delayed U.S. Open that Lucas Glover won in 2009. So there's Lucas Glover's name again. Maybe he'll be a consideration two years from now, although he'll be about 45, I think, by then. But he'll probably still be really consistent. So we'll see what happens. But you're right. Those New York galleries, mm. I've seen them at winged foot. Uh, for the PGA Championship, and I've seen them at the U.S. Open and PGA at Beth Page, and uh, they are, uh, what would you say? Ruthless. Well, remember from, that, from remember from that U.S. Open um, from a number of years ago that that was uh, when the uh, remember um, Sergio's waggle and how they were on him about the, yeah. the waggle when he was addressing the ball. That was from the U.S. Open as well. Um, so. They can be tough, for sure. Mark Wilson can be tough. PGA Rules official, one of our PGA and LPGA Tour insiders, joining us on the Roast Humber Coffee Guest Line. He's based here in West Michigan with conversation about the American failure as a group uh, in the Ryder Cup in Italy. Mark, good stuff as always. My man, stay out of trouble. We'll talk golf soon. Bill, it was my pleasure, and uh, thanks. Have a great rest of your afternoon. It was always a pleasure to join you.